The Made to Move podcast is where we explore the science behind human movement and how to ditch diet culture. With the occasional rant or two about the madness within this healthcare system and fitness industry. I'm Christine Ebley, current physical therapy student slash personal trainer and former research assistant. Join me as I break down, reframe, and discuss with my fellow healthcare and fitness professionals as to how and why we've missed the mark. This is where you'll learn why you were made to move, no matter who you are. Okay, here we are, a few weeks into January now. My winter break is wrapping up. So sad. Gearing up for the semester once this drops, we'll be in my second day of class. So just with all the extra time I had, I've really been reflecting a lot, thinking about structuring my myself, my mind, my routines for this next semester to come. And some of the really moving speeches, for me at least, in the inauguration had me reflecting a little bit deeper on some of the things that I value. So I want to take today's episode to talk about what movement means to me and why I value it so much. Why I really do believe that we are made to move. So movement is quite literally my life. I grew up and still have ADHD, Attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder, and that was so heavy on the H that some of my friend's parents wouldn't want me to come over growing up. I had a difficult time sitting still in class to the point where they started to give me like these weird squishy toy things to fidget with and even a gel seat pad thing so I could squirm around without distracting my classmates or at least not distracting them as much. So most of my childhood memories are related to movement, whether it be in school with the things I just described and being sent to the principal's office. Many of my summer days would really consist of swimming in my neighbor's pool, jumping on the trampoline, climbing trees, and a lot of the time, all those three things would happen in one day. I literally couldn't even go out to dinner growing up with my parents, like our family couldn't go, because I couldn't sit down long enough. It was a whole thing. They would guilt trip me for it for years. So yeah, at home, this is the reason we wouldn't go out. At home, I would take a bite of food, get up, run around, and go practice like my handstands for gymnastics as I was chewing my food, which is absurd and super dangerous. As a physical therapy student, I realize how dangerous it is to be trying to swallow something upside down. I digress. I think you guys get the point. Yet it's interesting because most adults would always say, hey, sit down, be quiet, stop moving, you're distracting people. And now all of us as adults are trying to get up, get moving, get your 10,000 steps. And it's such a stark contrast. When does this flip happen? Now, I heard this idea years ago, and I can't remember exactly from where I heard it, but it's not my original idea. But you can see from my past childhood of being super hyperactive why this idea really resonates with me. That idea being that throughout our lifetime, we evolved from being told sit down, be quiet, quit squirming, or any variation of ceasing to move to medical professionals begging us to do just the opposite. Now, I'm sure there's a physiological basis of aging that may account for some of this, but that aside, as I haven't looked into it myself, I find it interesting that we naturally begin to move around and explore as children. It's play at that point, not what we traditionally think of as, quote, exercise. Before society tells us all the things that we should be doing instead of playing, moving, interacting with people, we wanted to move. Between the playground, kickball, organized sports, just, I don't know, wrestling with your siblings, whatever whatever that was for you. So then we reintroduce movement into our lives in our adult years 
and it's no longer associated with the fun of play. We've most likely been told specifically as women that movement is either you're running or spinning, maybe the elliptical or maybe Stairmaster, all things cardio. I'm sorry, I can't think of a more boring and rigid definition of exercise. From our childhood, when we're naturally emboldened and drawn to movement of all sorts, and there's no boundaries on it, there's no box to be like, this is exercise time, go to this one building, the gym, jump around, and then come home. It was a way of living. It was just playing whenever you wanted, running around, making forts, jumping over the couch, or doing all sorts of crazy things. And it was always fun. Now we're stripping exercise of all the things that we were initially drawn by. Specifically, again, as women, once it's reintroduced, it's like cardio, or at least that was for me. Now things are getting better. More women are finding their own physical power and venturing into other areas of exercise and fitness, such as weightlifting, any and almost every sport. So we're expanding our definition of it. Maybe these, meaning being able to explore different modes of movement through sport or what have you. So maybe that's the type of thing that's allowing us to discover what our new version of play is as adult humans. I, for one, need an outlet in my adult life similar to that that I had from play as a child. It's a need for me. I may be neurologically programmed to rely a bit heavier on physical movement from the ADHD but I firmly believe in the research on the positive effects of exercise support that once we stop moving, life generally gets harder. Disease is more likely. We have trouble doing relatively simple things throughout our daily life, like going up a couple flights of steps without getting winded. Everything just gets harder than it really needs to be. And with all the stress and constant change and screens and stimulation that we're getting all the time, we don't need one more thing to be harder. If we incorporated regular movement into our lives, we may be able to avoid some of this additional difficulty. And I'm not talking about movement like specific workouts of the day for CrossFitters and all those crazy things. What about gardening? What about walking? What about stretching? They're all movement. They all count. Again, movement is play. So find your play. The benefits we get from play go beyond physical and reach into the psychological realm as well. I am made to move in the physical, mental, and emotional sense. When we break down mentally, physically, emotionally, doesn't it make sense that in order to restore that broken piece of us, we need to compensate by moving more in the other areas? If someone be dealing with an emotional scar, we can physically move so that forward momentum pushes us to see past the scar of our heart and into tomorrow. That by a physical injury, we must rehab through continued and appropriate dose movement. Though we've slowed down, we continue to press on in that forward momentum so that our mind and spirit don't also get dragged down with the injury of our body. It's really all connected. I don't see a border between these three things. I move because I have to. I move because I'm made to. I may die trying to reach my purpose, that which can be only achieved by forward thinking, forward feeling, and sewing of strength. Movement physically is just one aspect that I push myself forward in all three elements of my life. And that's what movement means to me.